United Clans, Enoch, let's go. Yo, yo, uh, take me back to my reversion. Unite the clans, I give thanks to each person. It's that same holy water that we immerse in. It's that same tradition that we all each verse in. United we stand and divided they win. They ignited in their plans and divided they sin. If you think about it, they see us all for the same lands. Their biggest fear is that we all remain friends. I got love for Team Marsh and y'all podcast. I got love for Michael Matt fans. Ryan Grant, Rick, Verity, Flanders, Eric Sammons. Shout out to my boy. John Everton, avoid Babylon. I got love for Anthony and Rob Speak on. If you try, you're persecuted the same for the weak heart. Our rules go way back before the Genesis of Greek art, sweetheart. Oh, he did it again. I missed that intro, man. Yeah. I missed that intro. I gotta say I just know after, um, after the show I'm gonna have to go and fix the copyright issue. <laughs> it does stink, but I do really, you know what it is. So uh, for people that <laughs> Rob and I do like a lot of research and uh, all the research shows that like, if you have an intro longer than like five seconds, people actually will tune out. It's so weird, yeah. right? Like, like people don't want more than a five second intro. It's like our attention span has gotten so limited that a, a 20, 30 second song at the beginning people. And it's like, there's a fast forward button. People what's wrong with you. If you're not watching live, like, who cares? Like, just skip forward it. like, YouTube will tell you, like, the average watch time and, like, the point at which most people that, like, click view drop out. And it's literally at about 20 seconds if the intro is longer than that. Yeah. Yeah, people people want, like, first of all, you can't bury the lead. You really can't bury the lead. Like, if, you, if your title for your video doesn't actually match the content of your video, people like get angry and YouTube picks up on that stuff and it won't put it into the algorithm. It's crazy yeah. how smart artificial intelligence has gotten. But, um, and, uh, it, and Caitlin, to be honest, Anthony knows more about how YouTube works than I do. I just make the thumbnails and the stuff like that. Anthony has a better understanding of it. Yeah. It's weird. Like algorithms and stuff. So like, what? all right. So what, what we've been trying to do is stick to a Wednesday, Thursday schedule to two shows a week, right? And I think Rob and I would do four nights a week if our wives wouldn't leave us. <laughs> it's our hangout just, time. It's, it is. It's like, and I look forward to it. And, uh -huh. oh, man, I didn't know if I wanted to start with this topic. Let's let's not. Let's, 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 I have topic. 20, legit 20 uh -huh. topics written that. It started off at like three, four. I just been building, because there's so much going on in the world right now. And it's like, some of these topics are Catholic, and some of them are a little cultural, but um, well, in the end, everything's Catholic, right? The whole world. Well, that's the it's that's Catholic, the whether they realize it or not. <laughs> See, the thing is, no matter what, I feel like there's no show just doing. I, I guess the closest thing you would get is somebody like uh, Matt Walsh, but Matt Walsh is just doing political commentary, and he happens to be Catholic. I want to do Catholic commentary on I mean, cultural things. You know, the guys at News from the Pew kind of do that. But, you know, the whole time they've existed, it's been crazy COVID stuff. You know, just all this crazy stuff in the world politically and geopolitically that they've concentrated on, which makes sense. But so I, I, I had wish a, they were I, a little broader. I had a phone conversation with Steve Cunningham today. Was that at uh, this morning last night? 
Well, he texted me today and he's like, he's like, you must be starting to get a little bit bigger because people are starting to call me where they, they don't know your name yet, but they're like, hey, who are those three guys that do that chosen commentary and they're asking about Oh, us, you know? no, we're becoming <laughs> the chosen guys. Oh, I quit. <laughs> quit. <laughs> but they, the, they, they ask because they do like us and we're starting to get a little bit of a reputation out there. But the um, I've had so much on my mind about the, the Catholic commentary landscape lately that it's like I, I have a lot I have a, a critique not towards anybody in particular but the way it's done yeah. it's like everybody has uh the same format and I don't like the format and it's because like I'm tired of even libs of TikTok at this point like it was really interesting in the beginning right when we first started seeing some of this stuff coming down the road it was really interesting when it when when the mechanic stuff happened like this is all surprises us right it's almost like i'm dumbed down to it and i'm desensitized to it and i'm tired of it like i don't care about the trans issue at all anymore like i don't care i don't want to see some crazy teacher in rainbow hair telling me not how, that you don't care about it you don't care to hear about it every day anymore i don't it's not it's not doing anything for me at this point right like right. i'm i understand what's going on I understand i have to uh make sure i guard my children against this insane ideology and the thing is, if you don't, if you don't hand the faith on successfully to your children, that is coming for them, right? Like if, if we don't, if we don't pass this thing and on to that, them, that's right now, who knows what's going to be coming for them 10 years from now. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, in the last five years, how much it's changed drastically yeah. in the past five years. Over, over fell was what? 11 years ago. Yeah. Was that twenty? Yeah, that, that's really when it happened. It just started like cascading from, and we all said slippery slope. Now we're just looking at a straight off drop off on the cliff, you know. So, but the but the way Catholic commentary goes is, and I like all these guys, and I think they're all very talented, and that's the thing. So, uh, I really gotten tired of avoiding Pavel. I keep doing chosen reviews, constantly having skizzies on him. Over Joe, Joe, you forgot the five stars, bud. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I Oberfell was eight years ago. I was 15. Yeah, time goes fast. Wow. Um, the thing is, the, the Friday show um, really made me start thinking, right? So the Friday show, other than the, the episode where we had um, uh, Kennedy and Gaspers on, and the only reason that show is do, doing so well is because Kennedy put it on his community page and Matt Gaspers put it on his. So th that combination is what got that show up to high views, where Almost the show with me and Joe just naturally we didn't even promote it we didn't put it anywhere people just kind of with word of mouth were like spreading it around a little and you know what i think is is helping both within youtube and within the audio podcast is the tags i put in not so much of the uh please don't get us canceled anthony or i blame joe tags but the sspx instead of a contest tags and it's actually like so? really yeah but that's like really discouraging to me because yeah. why should those two subjects be such a huge thing to where taking your video with those can can drive it to, to as many views as we've gotten. It so I, I do think that's probably a factor because people love controversy. But at the same time, we had a very big live audience True. for that show. There, there was like, we, I was, we were floating between 50 and 60 throughout that show. Like right now we got 23. That's more like, but, it, but then again, it was a Friday night. It was a live show where me and Joe were in person together. 
Yeah. And the dynamic, I think people were interested to see, like, it, it was an interesting we, show, right? You're seeing. We hyped it like it was going to be controversial. Yeah. Well, look at, look at the meaning of Catholic that we're doing trivia on, right? Tr- trivia, the first couple times we went on meaning of Catholic, we're getting like the first show got 2000 views. Then I got 1200 views. Now it's almost getting the same views it gets on our channel. It's like people, people are like obsessing on, on, on the, on the controversy and, right now, right? And then, then Angela and Nick had a great show, but once again, talking about the about SSPX, or, SSPX, oh no, no, they were talking about charity, charity, yeah, and the SSPX. I, SSPX, it, I think, made its way into either the title or the description. So, yeah, once again, the algorithm picked up on that. Yeah. So the um, so so what that show did though was made me start thinking like, what do we want to do? Now, the chosen's only going to have one more review show because they're. So next week there won't be a review show. And what they're doing is if they're releasing it in theaters and then they're going to give us in one weekend, you're going to get episode seven and then episode eight on February 5th, yeah, February 7th. They're releasing seven and eight together in theaters as like a feature length film almost. And then, yeah, they will be released two days apart on live stream. On February 5th and 7th. So, Rob and I will do a review show that week. Rob, Rob and Jason and I will do a review show that week. So the next two weeks, we don't have to worry about Chosen. Um, and what I would like to do is see how tonight goes. <laughs> Anthony's thinking about they're selling out. Yes, listen. This is so. <laughs> I love Don. <laughs> he catches on very quickly. Dude, he's the sharpest human being I've ever met in my life. He's like, here you go, guys. <laughs> Here's what's going on. <laughs> so here's what I, I'm going to be honest, right? So I, trivia is fun. Like it's a fun little concept that we do. I, it's a lot of work. I don't like preparing for it. In, it I, I mean, we ask a lot of people for their time to do it too. That too. It's not just the getting the questions together. It's we have to set it up where everybody comes on and it's a big ordeal. Where a show like tonight, me and Rob, all I have to do is write a few subjects down. And the thing is, Rob and I, well, that's the other thing. I'm I'm surprising you for it. But with every topic tonight, Rob has no idea where I'm going to take this show tonight. I I like it that way. So the thing is, you and I, because we've been doing this for so long, we're getting. Joe's getting worried. I cannot believe what I'm hearing. <laughs> you don't know what you're hearing yet, Joe. Either do I. Listen, we're never going to abandon trivia. I'm not. I hope you guys don't worry. Like, you guys are our hardcore trivia fans. We'll never abandon it totally. But just hear me out. This is a conversation Rob and I would normally have in private. And I said, Rob, let's just do this on air. Because you guys are going to find out just how grand my delusions of grandeur are. So, like, just, they, just how. They, they watched us travel across the country to Steubenville to try to get Matt Fred on camera. I don't think they have any delusions about. No, I am. You guys are going to hear my delusions of grandeur tonight because. So the show, the show with Joe. (laughs) Can we kill trivia? You will both get what sets. No, we'll never abandon it, but it's going to be a little more sparse, right? Like it's going to be more of a feature, an occasional feature. It's not going to be every week. I can't do it every week. It's not, it's just, uh, it's going to be more like of a, of a monthly special maybe, or every other week special, twice a month special. You know, we've had people like Connor, Angela, Jason, and Mark, they've put more time into trivia than their own channels. And that's not fair to them. It's not fair to them. Yeah. 
Yeah, it really is. Like they've Jason. I mean, every the last like five times we've had him on, I'm like, Jason, what are you promoting? He's like, Yeah, I'm not promoting anything, you know. And I feel bad because he's giving us that hour every week. It's like he could go and be doing that on his channel, but it, all of us have have wives who aren't crazy about us, you know, spending our time with each other instead of them. So, yeah. <laughs> but children. So. But, but what that show made me, what, what it made me kind of think about is the, the way Catholic commentary goes. It's like everybody's scanning life site every day. Everybody's <laughs> two guys in a good Do we have that video? Yes. I got to send that to you if you don't have it. You have it, right? Uh, <laughs> somewhere. I'll send it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that guy's awesome. I do have it. Hang on. Let me find it. Um, okay, send it to me real quick. All right. So, um, Anyways, life site, scanning life site every day. Yeah, people oh here it is. I got it. All right, let me let me send it to you. Oh wait, let me make sure the audio's on because if oh all right, hang on, hang on, hang on, guys. Sorry guys, I'm sending it to Rob now. So yeah, so these the, you're talking about all the, the Catholic commentators are doing the same thing. It starts with Anthony Stein at 4 a.m. He is phenomenal at what he does. I I he's he is first of all one of the most gracious guys I've ever known. I mean, when we were nobody, he was willing to come on this show. So our biggest episode to this day is the one he was in. Is the, first is one the episode we had Anthony Stein on. And it was because he was so great about putting it on his community page and notifying his fans about it. And um, so please do not take anything I am saying as in any way as any kind of knock towards anybody that comes up tonight. What what I'm hoping is that if, if any of them hear it, they kind of hear the idea that I have to try to change the way things are going so that I'm not saying that that shouldn't continue. Like Anthony Stein is the news guy. Like he has to continue doing what he's doing, but these, everybody kind of checks what the, the hot topics of the day are in the church. Uh, every once in a while, you'll get a topic that hits the culture and the church and they'll address that. But anyone, whatever these topics are, it's almost like a race to see who can get the, their video out there for, I mean, when Frank, when father Pavone gets, <coughs> Like when you sent Kennedy what you wanted to talk about, and then an hour later he comes out with a video on it. I was, I was, I was a little annoyed with him on that. I gotta be honest. I mean, I tried to give Kennedy a heads up, like, hey, this is what we're gonna be talking about. I send it to him, he goes on air within a half an hour and does a video on it, completely taking like the, the, I have a good idea of like what good shows will be i mean he he read he read what i sent him and he just goes right on and does it. i should have kept it to myself kept it close to the chest and surprised them because it would have been better to have that raw you know reaction to him doing that but so um yeah greg says anthony Stein is the best at what he does absolutely and these are all guys that uh paved the road for us to even start like I, if it wasn't for me watching these guys i never would have even thought to start a show like this so but the but kind of the way it happens is every single guy is doing this. They all have their YouTube. They all have their Patreon. And there's no collaboration, right? It's like, yeah, you'll have a guest on your show real quick, but there's nothing going on where it's like the closest thing you get to it is Matt Frad will do in-person interviews. But what I really think, uh, like, or you'll get the rundown on a Friday night where you get a group of guys together, but they're always doing these regimented stories. They have, you know, their, their seven or eight stories they're going to get to, and they all pass it around. What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Mm -hmm. I, I feel like there's nobody out there just, you know, like, I don't think anybody's doing what we're doing. Just two friends get on, shoot the breeze. That's devil's advocate here. Yeah. We might be the only ones doing what we're doing. 
because it's terrible. They all have way more subs than us, so maybe that's their problem. Well, they've been doing it longer than us, right? And they've been doing it longer than us. And I don't think people know what we do yet. We haven't had the exposure yet. Yeah. Now, um, it's not easy. The, the other thing is most of these guys are solo shows, right? So you have Anthony Stein does a solo show. You have Tim Gordon does a solo show. Taylor Marshall does a solo show. These guys are all getting on. They're popping on. But there's not much of like a back and forth where guys are bouncing yeah, ideas off each other. The only other group that does it is the one we're a part of, meaning of Catholic. Right. So really, that's that's what, kind of where I was going. Like the only, the only show doing something I – I see is different is meaning of Catholic where they're, they're kind of doing like a collaboration, almost like a network. Right. Yep. And it's on YouTube. That's the thing. So I'm, I'm wondering when we're going to get a Catholic independent Catholic network with guys with different ideas, but they still stay, which you really mean Catholic is the closest thing you get to it where Tim is letting other people come on his channel. But what I think meaning of Catholic is missing is, the community group show where all of the guys from meaning of Catholic get on together and have a conversation. You don't think, uh, the, the morning show is kind of like that. No, because the morning show because, is, it's got a subject. It's always got a subject. They always, and, and I'll tell you what happened. I was on the, the morning show the other day with them and they had the subject. And what, yeah. what happens is Nick Cavazos is a, a, a machine, that kid. He goes and researches something. He comes on and he's just, and he's, he's, it's like listening to St. Thomas. Like the kid just knows every little thing about everything. Yeah. And when, when the camera went off and, and, you know, when we went off air, Nick and Jake and I had an hour and a half conversation of just three friends talking. And it was one of the most, uh, you're talking about, meaning a Catholic backstage episode. Yes. Like a daily wire backstage episode, right? Like where is the Catholic daily wire is my point. Joe, thank you for picking up on where I was going with this. Uh, I really dislike that there are so many individual commentators, but everyone is an Island. Yeah. I, this is my point, right? Now the thing is Rob and I can invite all the guys on that we want. Like, you know, I asked Tim Gordon to come on. I asked Kennedy to come on. I asked Mac Aspen to come on. We asked Anthony Stein to come on. We have Joe Boca. We, we, we love Rick Barrett, Enoch, these are all our friends, Steve Cunningham. These are our friends. Like these are the guys that I, this is the group of guys I like. I wouldn't ask somebody on if I didn't like them. So it's like, these are the guys I like. I want to do something together with these guys, not all at once. Cause that's too many people, but I want to do some kind of a collaboration where you start to see crossovers with us more often. My look, my delusion of brands about doing this sort of stuff on each other's channels or coming up with like a shared channel i want to purpose. have the catholic gas digital network well you know like gas digital is a comedy podcast network i want to have the like the closest thing we really have to that is like uh spiritus tv right started off with census yeah. fidelium tv now you have spiritus tv now what they have to figure out is uh live <laughs> live and comments uh the avoiding babylon cinematic universe is exactly what i'm trying to get here don <laughs> this is perfect um, Spiritus needs to get a couple more things with the technology live and, and live chat. Absolutely. And, and they, and really what you need is you need um, a money backer, right? Like, so, um, you don't, you were surprised when I mentioned Steven Crowder today, you don't know what's going on with Steven Crowder. I heard something about something about a contract and Crowder and daily wire, but 
honestly, I, just, I can't be bothered to give half a crap. Listen, let me tell you what happened. Did he dress up as a woman again? No, this is even better. Steven Crowder thought he was Joe Rogan, in my opinion. Steven Crowder thought he was Joe Rogan. All right. Now, Joe Rogan got the $100 million offer at Spotify, right? Yeah. Joe Rogan got the $100 million offer at Spotify. Daily Wire offered Crowder $50 million. Uh, you won't reach those in your evangelization if you leave the secular platforms. I'm not Did talking about leaving the secular down $50 million from the Daily Wire? He turned down $50 million over four years, okay? So it works out to $12 million a year. He he turned it down. For, he had reasons to turn it down. Now, listen, the thing is, Stephen Crowder is a humongous entity. Now, what I was confused about is why doesn't he just start his own network? Like, he is... He is a he is an entity unto himself. He does not need another. Like I don't understand why. Because um, he was with, he, he was with Blaze for a while. He was with Blaze. He let that contract run out. He didn't resign with them. He I think he was under the impression he was going to get a hundred million dollar offer from somebody, and the closest thing he got was fifty million from Daily Wire. Now Daily Wire, Daily Wire, yeah, the number fifty million is big. There were a lot of clauses in there that really didn't work. And Steven's point is I like they were, they were paying him based on if he's a, is able to exist on these big tech platforms. So if he get, I mean, Crowder is notorious for getting suspended on YouTube. I mean, it's, it's yeah. only a matter of time before he gets the boot. And then the contract said, if you get booted off YouTube, you lose 25% of that 50 mil. Now, 50 mil is not just for, it's not just for Steven. It's for his entire staff, his studio, his production values. Listen to me. Crowder's going to bring in 100,000 subs, paying $10 a month each. That's $10 million a month he's bringing in. I mean, that's all, that's right? Is that, yeah. Or is it a million a month? It's a million a month. A million a month, right? A million a month yeah. over 12 months. That's $12 million a year he's bringing in. I'm sorry, my math is bad, guys. Um, so that's, he's bringing in, if he gets 100,000 subs to Daily Wire, that's, um, that's $12 million a year he's bringing in, and that's all they're paying him. He could literally just go on his own and get $12 million a year just from if 100,000 people sign up to Mug Club uh, under his name. Yeah, there's no security there, though. You know what I mean? So the thing is, he uh, he, he probably could have pushed back on them and said, look, give me 18 million or so, you know, whatever he could have, he could have pushed back and said, this is what I want, whatever. So he, he shot it down. Now the thing is, I think now he's in a position where he has to go on his own. I don't see him being able, uh, SC is a rabid anti-Catholic. His knowledge of Catholicism he's, is horrible. He is pretty bad. He's Stephen Crowder is the worst. Yeah, yeah. Listen, do not take this as any kind of endorsement of Stephen Crowder. <laughs> My point is, I think he was under the impression he was going to get the, the Rogan offer or the Howard Stern offer. Like <laughs> Howard Stern, they gave him 500 million for five years to go to Sirius. You know, he's just not, it's just too risky to, to sign any conservative personality to a contract like that. It's just, it's crazy. Uh, Daily Wire is what's CA Catholic Answers? <laughs> Daily Wire is Catholic Answers, and then St- Stephen Crowder is Taylor Marshall. <laughs> okay, but Cal- Catholic Answers would never give any sort of contract to Taylor Marshall. Let's be honest here. Um, Daily Wire is Catholic Answers. Stephen Crowder is is Taylor Marshall. Okay. Um. So the thing is, um, the Crusade Channel, right? They're just uh. They're very niche, and I, I think my church 
uh, is trying different things. And I respect that. I think that's very, I think what Mike Church is doing is pretty cool. I think he needs to give a free portion of his network so that people can, like you, you, you only know about Mike Church's network because if he does like a guest appearance somewhere, Mike Church needs to do some kind of free combo to get people to suck them in so that they hear his show yeah. and then they want to join the network, you know? He's, he needs to be more like us and deal drugs. I mean, wait. <laughs> yeah you know but what you're saying yeah you have to give a little free sample oh, right? uh, hold on my wife wants to point this out who said niche you did when you said the crusade channel is more niche <laughs> did i all right niche and you're spelling it's not niche it's niche no it's, it's not niche. niche it's niche no, it's, it's niche <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm gonna double such down a, on this. I see a few YouTube channels, not Catholic, that were a lot of fun, and then they got too big and too professional. So that, what I, what, okay, so my my vision is. Well, Don, are you scared of us getting professional? That's never gonna happen. I think I think part of our charm is that <laughs> that it's literally impossible. It's, I'm not capable of professionalism. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you what I really think needs to happen. I think there needs to be uh, uh, the, the the Tim Cast IRL Catholic version. That's really what I think, and I don't know who's going to put it together. That's the thing. Like maybe it's got to be a guy like Seamus. Maybe it has to be Tim Gordon. It can't be us. We're too small. Like we're tiny. It's never going to be us. It would have we to be have somebody. No money to do this. <laughs> no, but that's the point, right? So it's got to be one of the bigger guys. They have to do it and give some of the like. All right, look. If we ever did get big. We're gonna bring talent up with us. Like it's it's like I feel like all the all the the I feel like everybody's well the it's not a shot of Jason. It's I'm joking. We're doing listen, I'm not I'm not saying this in any kind of disparaging way. As we're the biggest out of our group, right? And it's not much. I mean, it's not like we're huge, we're just the biggest out of our group, but the point is we met Jason when he had a hundred subs, but I, but I liked him and it was like, all right, well, you know, we have 500. Let's try to introduce our audience to Jason's audience. It was never, let's, let's hang out with Jason so that we get to know his audience. He didn't really have an audience. It was more, we just liked Jason and wanted to bring him and Mark on. It was, so that's the point. It's like, I'm waiting. I can invite all the guys on here that I want. You hope that you make enough of an impression that they say, Hey, I want to bring those guys on my channel. Now I'm not going to go right. and, ask them to put me on their channel and you know i mean we've i've had tim flanders ask us to go on um you know i've had one or two one or two people ask me to come on their show but the the, the point is i'm not gonna beg it's like if somebody wants us to come on uh yeah so angela too it's like i didn't i didn't uh start hanging out with angela because i wanted to meet her audience it was i, I just thought angela was, diversity higher because <laughs> angela's talented She's great more than us. Yeah, she's just great at what she does. And I wanted to just have another friend in this area. Look, we're not going and making friends with it. But then you look at, you know, Enoch, Rick Barrett, Steve Cunningham, those guys with the news from the Pew Crew. Mm -hmm. I mean, we muscled our way in to go with them. But they haven't asked us on their channel. Just Enoch did, right? Enoch did. But we haven't been invited on news from the Pew. I'm just saying. No. Do they even do that anymore? I haven't seen any new episodes. I don't know. I've been so busy with our own stuff. I with our own stuff. Watch, yeah. Watching Angela and Jason and, and Connor and all that, I hardly get a chance to watch anything else. 
Yeah, it's like, uh, it really is hard to keep up with everything. But yeah, I just think that there needs to be, there needs to be more networking. There needs to be a daily, like a, a daily show where we just talk about whatever's going on in the culture with all Catholics putting a Catholic perspective on it. What did Connor say? Uh, He's the other diversity hire. The other diversity hire. <laughs> Connor's not a diversity hire. We just uh, we just wanted him on trivia one time. Everything worked out, and that's how our group even met. Like we had trivia, and we needed people to come on, and they came on, and we hit it off with them. So we just said, "Hey, let's go pints with Lefebvre." That's amazing. <laughs> Who is pints with Lefebvre? I always wonder if it's Mac. I know Mac's Mac is well. no, because Mac's that's on here. Mac on you know, track. That's something Mike would do or Mac would do, right? I mean, pints with Lefebvre. Is probably the most genius screen. Whoever this is, I think we need to have a, a, a bi-weekly pints with Lefebvre show. It should be. They probably should have went um, instead of pints with Aquinas. It should have been like shots with Lefebvre or something, right? Like like bourbon with Lefebvre, something like that. Um, Beer with Bonaventure. Uh, seriously, how does anyone keep up with all the Catholic media? We don't want you to keep up with all the Catholic media. We want you to keep up with us. That's the point. We want to be the show that you guys know. It's like, all right, we don't care what they're talking about. We just like them. So let's just tune into what they're talking about because they're interesting. They come, you know, they're funny and they're interesting. So it to me, it doesn't matter what we're talking about. Uh, when do we get to the part where the train runs Anthony over? Very soon. Don't worry, we're getting there. So Let's all right. Let's switch topics because okay. Well, no, hold on. I don't think we haven't gone anywhere with this topic. We're like, oh, what do we want to do with our show? Yeah, what do we want to do? <clears throat> what do we want to do with our show? Like, we're gonna we're gonna phase out trivia a little bit, not totally. We're gonna still less do it, less right? regular. I mean, regular still, but not as often. I, I say once a month. I think I think I think they'll revolt. I think <laughs> twice. <laughs> Dude, twice a month is a quarter of our shows. That's twenty five percent of our shows. I would like to make it an eighth of our shows. I don't think it's. I think we've been doing more than eight a month. Yeah, but all right, all right. Okay, one to one or two times a month. One or two times a month, you guys are going to get trivia because I'll be honest with you, it's only the the hardcore people that like it you guys could just stop asking me to come on we have something we want to talk to you about darren texted me earlier because they're trivia this week i'm like no um we may do it next wednesday i i think uh, if we do it once a month we should up the stakes a little something like this make it a little bit more fun um loser has to do with the audience says yeah there has to be higher stakes bigger prize not just giving it to the new contestant the, or the, new, the new audience <laughs> shaves their head well, my, like that, I'm serious. my son lost his um uh uh what is the fantasy league my son lost his fantasy league right came in last place and they all made a deal. Whoever comes in last place has to get in a dog cage in their underwear and everybody gets to throw food on them or whatever they want on them. They couldn't be too gross, like no, you know, no feces or urine or anything like that. But Sounds a little like Madison Cawthorn here. They threw pickle juice on him, ketchup, mayonnaise, mustard, like 
like the most disgust. They videoed the whole thing. It was so bad. My son came in last, but now this was my son's idea for this to happen to the loser. So they were like, "Oh, really?" He got buried. He had to eat his own medicine. It was terrible. Joe, um, I feel like you came into this with a little bit of an agenda here, buddy. No, <laughs> no one trivia. said no trivia. <laughs> I'm waiting for the day we get Joe on air. I, mean, I, I think that's another thing we need to do with the trivia. It should be a way to introduce our audience to each other. You know, we yeah. get Joe on, we get Mac on, we get uh, Joseph from Australia on, Joey, you know, all the all these guys that have been with us forever. Jeff, cool to, Jeff Lou, yeah, I Caitlin. I mean, these are all people that, that are, are uh, Don's been on, but we'd love to get Don on again. Uh, Brick's been on. We want to get Brick back on. Samantha's been a very, very big participant lately, right? Samantha's pretty new-ish. She's she's not new, new, but she's been in the um, she's been in our Telegram a lot. So, I mean, I would like to get some of you guys that are like real, real fans, and I hate saying fans, but you know what I mean, like real, yeah. real friends. We would love to get you guys on for an episode here and there. So, we'll talk to you guys in the Telegram. You know, whoever's in our Telegram, we'll we'll see if you guys That's do want to come on. Another thing, yet. if you're watching and not in the Telegram, join the Telegram. Uh, click the link in the description. Yeah, Rob's Rob's on that. The Telegram was really fun until Joe Boca and Mike started going at it. And Mike's in the chat tonight, right? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> <But> he is. <laughs> Mike Lewis versus Anthony Papis would be awesome. We are going to do that. You guys actually. realize this this app has a has a direct message function, right? <laughs> it, you yeah. could have taken it just between you two. No, but they like the audience participation. I, I think so. Um, Michael, I actually reached out to Michael uh, Mike Lewis. He, he 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 said he'd love to. So we just got to pick a date. Um, but yeah, so Michael and Michael Hodges and uh, Joe Boak have been going at it a lot. But before that, it was all like fun and games and goofy stuff. You know, it's like <laughs> Hodges. We should get we should get Hodges and Boca on together and see how that goes. We should actually get them on trivia and see which one wins. So Clayton here is actually a friend of mine in real life. Um, so Clayton, I'd love to get you on sometime, bud. Yeah, I, I spent, look, the people in the live chat right now, the you guys are the ones who watch all our live stuff, like for the most part. So if any of you guys want to come on, just reach out to us. We would love to get you on. I mean, we had we had uh uh Nick on. What's his name? Uh Bob. Uh Kaiser Bob. Megan Kaiser Bob. Bob. We had him on. I mean, we had him on open anybody on. <laughs> yeah, Hodges and Boca should be in the octagon. Um <laughs> So, yeah, so what do we want to do with our channel? I think I would like to see how tonight goes. So right now we're, we're talking like personal stuff, but when you guys see the topics we go through, we're going to chop these topics up into smaller bits and see how these do. I would like to do once a week a show like this where Rob and I just get on and talk. And then the other sh the other show during the week, I would like to get a guest on for something. I don't know what yet. Pick a topic, do do what the other guys are doing. Avoiding Babylon pay-per-view fights. That will be what we offer in our Patreon. All right, just stop at the comments. I mean, you can have a conversation. <laughs> I love, I love that it's annoying you. We can't get past this topic. I want to get through this topic. We're on what, what one of 20? What do you... Yes, we haven't got through topic one. What do you think? What would you... Do you... I mean, I think that you like this too, right? Yeah. No, definitely. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. Trivia is always fun, and it's always something 
to look forward to. And I love hanging out with everyone. And that's, that's what I love about it. Um, but at the same time, stuff like this, you never know where it's going to go. You you never know what we're going to talk about. It's a little bit more uh, intellectually stimulating since I'm not allowed to compete in trivia anymore, nor, a- nor ask questions anymore. All I do is <laughs> spreadsheet during trivia. So, and you play with the comments. So I like shows like this. I like what, you know, what you and Joe did last week. I was a little, little worried beforehand, not going to lie, but you guys, for the most part, <laughs> kept it pretty good. Can I just uh, say something about that? Because I think then the next thing we should talk about is my conversation with Joe. But mm-hmm. the fact that you um, saw, because Rob, Rob obviously could have come on at any time during that show, right? What's up, Kennedy? We were just talking about that. You, might buddy. not be Kennedy. No, nah, that's Somebody. Kennedy. Wait, did show Kennedy who's in here. Show him, show, him, show him the other guy that's in here. Which one? Oh, wait, with the Lefebvre. <laughs> Kennedy, look, who, look who's in the chat. We got pints with Lefebvre in the chat. So it's not easy finding these comments, guys. It's really here we go. <laughs> pints with Lefebvre. Hey, <laughs> I had so, to send Kennedy a picture of a, a fake. Oh, that oh, it's Kennedy's pints with Lefebvre. Kennedy okay, Lefebvre. I figured that. I thought it might. Oh. Be. <laughs> That's pretty genius, Kennedy. <laughs> Oh, uh, Lefebvre would drink red wine, Kennedy. So I say it should be like shots with Lefebvre, you know? So, um, getting back to, oh, so me and Joe go on, and you knew enough to, like, you, you obviously, it's your channel. You come, you could have come on from the beginning, and you were like, let these guys do their thing. And there's something about, like, the having a little humility and knowing, okay, like, this is, this is a moment, let it happen. It wouldn't have been the same. I'm not saying it would have been a worse conversation, but it wouldn't have been that conversation. And I was enjoying it myself. So I wanted to see where it would go. Because, but if you were with us, it would have been different. But there was something about in the person, dynamic yeah. being in person, right? It was like me and Joe. About, look, Joe hogged that show. I mean, he hogged the comments. He was bouncing. He, he, he booted he banned on people. Banned banned people in chat. Think he is. Sorry, Post Millennial. <laughs> Who's this kid think he is banning people from my chat? It's like, so it was like, uh, but there was something about it. It was like being in person, letting Joe kind of go off the rails. I mean, Joe goes off the rails. He's like, he, he he's talking about Senevicantism. He's talking about this and that. And I got a little pushback from uh, my family on that one. So um, I, I got a little pushback from my cousin because he was like, I don't, I don't think that you should have let him, uh, I don't think you should have downplayed the severity of sedevicantism. And I, 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 I kind of agree with that. Right. Like I, I think, do we, I want, think to, do we want to go there now? Cause I, I have some stuff to kind of say on that. Yeah. Do dude, dude, I think the great thing we, about our show is that we disagree. I, I don't disagree. I mean, sedevicantism is objectively serious, right? I mean, yeah, because it, whether or not it's full schism or what, I don't know. I'm not qualified, but it's yeah, it's certainly not full communion with the Pope of Rome, right? So, yeah, of course, it's serious. And, yeah, even if one person falls to it, that's a serious matter because you know, that's potentially a soul loss. 
how many tens of millions of souls have been lost to modernism in the last since in the last 50 60 years yeah. i don't want to hear about xenobicontism i don't want to hear about the sspx when 12 percent of catholics go to mass in the in the, the united states when half of that 12 percent don't believe in the eucharist when no, no. like seven whoa, whoa, whoa. i think you're off there i think okay so all right so out of all Catholics, 12% of them go to Mass. And yeah. I think out of those 12%, it's like 80% don't believe in the real. 70% don't no, no, believe no, in the no, real. No, 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 no. That 70% is of all people who are. All Catholics? Catholic. Okay, okay. I think I've, I, I, I don't know if I could provide a link, but I think I've seen a, some sort of study that said of those who attend Mass, half don't believe in the Catholic definition of the real presence. Yeah. And then of that half, how many of that half? either are okay with contracept or contracept or okay with contraception. Like, so what percentage of Catholics in the United States are actually not only in communion with the Pope, but also in communion with, you know, Catholic teaching and Catholic tradition. I would bet it's one or 2% higher than the number of Catholics who attend the traditional Latin mass regularly. I'm not yeah. saying I'm, don't misconstrue pure research. So now the now the thing is, so Rob makes an amazing point, right? So the, part of the reason I love Joe is first of all, if you guys don't know Joe, he's a, he's a genuinely good guy, right? So like he has these crazy opinions and he likes to rile things up online. I know him in real life. He's my friend. Like if I asked Joe to do any, if I called Joe right now, I was like, Joe, I'm in a jam. Um, I'm stuck on the side of the. He would drop what he was doing and come and get me. Like he's just a good. He's a good friend. He's a good guy. And we have some different opinions on things. And to me, the the range of acceptable opinions in this time of crisis is a pretty wide area. And uh, so I got some pushback from my cousin about like, you know, he, he just I, I think that he was like, you know, I don't I don't think that we should downplay the severity of Sedevicantism. I, I don't know. I felt like it's it's like he's my friend. We're just going to have a conversation and. I'm going to let him, I'm not going to tell him he can't say that. I'm not going to fight with him. I'm going to say, I disagree with you. Right. Mm -hmm. Like and, I, and I mean, at the same time, I know you're concerned about him, right. As a person, yeah. obviously about his soul, about, you know, all of that. And we should be, but don't tell yeah. me that that's a, a big, I mean, it's a big problem for, for those people. Yes. But don't tell me that's the problem of the, of the church right now. Cause it's not. Yeah, so, so, okay. So Nick Cavazos, uh, part of the thing. So, I was on Meeting Catholics Morning Show the other day. It was me, Nick, and Jake Fowler. And in the green room, Nick, so we started talking kind of about the Joe interview, and Nick was like, uh, and Jake said something, and Nick was like, well, look, like, why are we talking about this? Like, the German church is literally trying to go off the rails right now, and we're we're talking about the SSPX and Sedificantism. Like, can we, can we get back to, like, all of us believe the faith, and can we just steer the focus towards where the actual heresy and error is? Like, oh, can we stop arguing about the SSPX? Like, I, I'm just so tired of this conversation. I don't think people realize how big of an issue sp that specifically the German church is like poised to to like be legitimately you know in a real like hardcore schism it's you have to understand something about the way like germany and their taxes work german law says that everyone has to more or less declare, a religion, declare a religion right? or a church right and then that religion part of your taxes the money that comes out of your paychecks which is like what 70 80 percent or something like that huge amount but a portion of that 
involuntarily is taken from your money and given to whatever religion, whatever church you put on your, your government paperwork. So the German church, while it's significantly much smaller in numbers than the United States church, actually provides significantly more funds to like the Vatican and the church throughout the world than the United States does. Like the, it's a big deal that if they go into schism, that money, I mean, let, let, let alone the, the souls, right? I mean, that's, that's the biggest issue, but that money, it no longer goes to the Catholic church of Rome. It's now the German church itself. So it it's, it's a big issue and more than just, the ways people realize yeah so you have to understand why the german church has so much power it's because they have so much money behind them they yeah. are comparable with the american church when think about the size of america versus the size of germany germany's minuscule and then you have america which america is notorious for having some of the most like the highest donation rates and especially conservatives and catholics like they really do donate at high rates i mean the the, the american church is co obviously the most wealthy the German church is comparable to that. And that's insane because mm -hmm. Germany is like the size of New York or Texas. California. Right? California. Okay. California, yeah. So the point is look, obviously, I don't agree with Joe, right? Um, I even, look, I even at one point said to Joe, like the schismatic attitude in the, the, the society is Joe. Like Joe is the schismatic attitude. I'll go to the society. I don't have a schismatic attitude, though. You know, so you I do go, think that you go because it might be your one chance that Sunday to go to the Latin mass, to go to the Latin mass. And I will take, and I'd rather my children go to that mass. So it's like, there's, there's, uh, <laughs> Joe says, Anthony, do it. Look, I'm a high school dropout guys. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> um, our small town SSPX chapel is pretty wealthy. We have hundreds of dollars at least. The other thing is, look, uh, people don't understand this about Kennedy. And I, I and I don't, I don't know how much of, uh, um, I don't know if I, I don't know how much he's willing to put out there. Kennedy is basically uh, has to go to the chapel. So, I mean, that's on him to tell that story, yeah. but Kennedy's not in a position where he, I mean, it's not, and it's not his fault where, you know, there's things going on in Canada that are unlike anything we deal with. It's like Kennedy, Kennedy was a teacher in a Catholic school and he had to leave because he taught the Catholic faith. That's insane. It's like, the, the, the times we're coming up on, like for anybody to judge somebody because of the decisions they made under the circumstances we're in, I just think it's, uh, I just think it's crazy. I, I don't know if this is necessarily true. Connor Connor says that the German bishops break away, they lose that money. I don't think so now. I'm, and that's only because of what I know of the, yeah, like, they the officially break away, but then the people would still be, well, have the option of giving the money to them. For instance, like in the like in the U.S., each diocese is a separate financial and corporate entity as far as law and finances go. So, like when you donate to the Catholic Church in the United States, you're donating to your diocese. Even if you donate to your, I, well, I think parishes might be a separate entity too, but the diocese requires uh, more or less a tithe from the parish, right? So, I don't know how it works in Germany, but I would not be surprised if. Uh, if each individual in Germany is a member of a specific diocese, and if that diocese breaks away under a bishop, then I think they would get that money. Um, so I, I don't know how it would work. It, it would be a mess. Yeah. An absolute mess. It would be a mess, yeah. But my, 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 the whole point of the Joe show was, guys, let's just stop the infighting. Like, let's, let's stop the infight. Listen, Kennedy, if you're still in the chat, Kennedy, you have more power 
uh, Anne is right. The reprimanded by, by the government for teaching. Or, yeah. Yeah. So Kennedy, look, I, that's on him to tell that story. But Kennedy's in a different position than most people understand. He was like legit thrown out of his diocese. I mean, I don't I can't I'm not going to get into details, but that's on him to tell. But um, but Kennedy, you have a lot of power. Um, you have a lot of influence. And the thing is, uh, like you have the ability to bring the next guys up and things like that. And that's what we were talking about earlier on in the show. It's like, I want to see more collaboration between channels. I want to see more guys lifting each other up and speaking good about each other and not this stupid infighting. I, I think that, that they've, there's, uh, I think like certain channels went at it and then other channels started going at it. And I want to see that stop. And I want to see some uniting of the clans, genuine uniting of the clans in in the respect of there can be some diversity of opinion here we don't all have to agree on everything if joe boca and i can be friends i can be friends with a guy who's not 100 percent in alignment with me right like even tim gordon let's let's look at tim gordon and kennedy hall tim gordon has a, a bit of a uh so i would say tim looks at it like this he thinks there's some issues with the sspx but he thinks people that go to the sspx are more catholic than 99% of the church. Like he's not, he he's great friends with Joe Boca because he says, no, we are soldiers and we're, we're brothers in arms. We're fighting the same battle here. What Joe comes to in his own private conscience is not up to me. And, and Tim Gordon stopped even talking about that subject. Cause he's like, why am I going to start going to, why am I going to do that? That's not even like, who cares? You know? So I would like to see a collaboration with Tim and Kennedy, and I want to see Taylor and Ken, uh, Taylor and Tim get back together. I want to see guys start to have a united front and show some some actual unity, and show look we can have some differences. There's a lot of acceptable opinions in the situation we're in right That's, now. Doesn't mean we have to be friends, but you know we can at least get together and each say something you know critical of james martin together right I mean, yes. <laughs> like that's the real enemy we're, we're infighting for nothing for nothing like it's just who is the real enemy here we're, we're up against actual legit harry we're up against the synod on synodality like in all honesty like uh michael hodges you're in you're in the chat right um yeah i would like to see baron and taylor Mo look uh, all right i'm not crazy like about the way everybody went reasons I'm not I'm not crazy about everybody went after Baron. Um I think that he had a terrible take on the dare we hope thing. But I think a guy having one bad opinion doesn't mean he's a heretic. Like I think I think that it's like it, I think we're too quick to do what uh Voris does. <laughs> and I don't want that to be the case. I don't want to just write people off. I don't want to, I don't want, I don't know. I just think that there's, all right, maybe Baron's not going to work. Well, so <laughs> one, um, one decent example of this, and I've brought it up on the show before, and I'm sure everyone thought I was a nerd then, so what's the big deal to do it again? But one one good example of that is Pope Vigilius, who was an anti-Pope, like originally, right? Because Pope, Pope Silverius was deposed by the emperor wrongfully, and Vigilius was installed as anti-pope. But then when Silverius died, he he became pope. And at that point, he actually started acting like, like a decent pope, like a decent Catholic and bishop and pope. And it was like, if, if someone like that, under those circumstances, can change, or like um, 
St. Thomas Beckett, right? He's notorious. He was notorious for being, uh, was he even a priest before? I don't think he was a priest before he was became bishop. <coughs> but he was notorious for living. So he was uh, notorious for living a pretty like um, scandalous, scandalous life. But then through the ordin, you know, ordination and consecration of becoming a priest and bishop, like he then stood up to the king that was his friend and that had partied with him and all of that and lost his life over it. So there are real circumstances in which someone, you know, even a, a bishop of the church can can change and rise to the moment. Right. So it's possible. Uh, don't discount yeah. it ever. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I think I'm done with the trad debates is, is what. I just think I'm done with it, right? Like, why are we still having these conversations? I just think, uh, and of course, Kennedy's not done with it. <laughs> Big announcement next week about the Collins, by the way. All the trolls can get ready to copy and paste because, man. So, look, but Kennedy, that's your thing, right? Like, I'm not equipped to have those debates. Like, Kennedy is, um, uh, look, that's why Kennedy's channel is always going to be bigger than ours. He's, he's, he's much more. Uh, theologically trained than I am. I mean, me and Rob are just kind of two guys, just yeah, you know, where Kennedy's actually bringing you uh, theologically sound things and he's having, you know, way deeper conversations than us. We're just kind of talking Catholic topics between two friends. And I, and I think that's a totally fine thing as long as we stay in our lane. And I, mm -hmm. and I think Rob and I are very adamant about when we speak, uh, you know, off the show about, Hey, let's just stay in our lane. Like we're not, I'm, I'm, I'm a dropout. I'm not going to be having these philosophical and theological topics. Tim Gordon's a lawyer, right? The dude's a lawyer. He's going to sit there and bring a lawyer. Not, He's a constitutional not Mark lawyer. lawyer. I mean, this kid, he is smart, dude. I'm not on his level. I'm not, I mean, you guys can say whatever you want about Gordon. He is a phenomenal debater. I mean, even when he went up against Flanders, it's like, you know, I love Tim Flanders with all my heart, and I wanted to be on Tim's side in that debate, but it's like, I don't know. It's a it's a rough what, one. What was that debate on? That was a while ago, wasn't it? Uh, is, is Kennedy talking about us? Get out of here. <laughs> Thank you, Kennedy. That is, a, that is an unbelievable compliment. Thank you. Um, uh, don't, don't downplay what you bring to the table. Uh, seriously, there aren't many everyman layman shows in this corner of the internet. So, but that's all we can bring, right? Like Rob and I are just, I mean, I don't know. Look, I, I think I'm, I'm, I think I'm good at telling goofy stories. Uh, I think I'm good at like relationship stuff. Like I think I have a funny take on relationship stuff. Uh, I think Rob is way smarter than I am. And I think he, he, uh, backs that up. You know, like there's times where I'll say something and Rob's like, whoa, 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 calm down. That's not accurate. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And I, let, and I let Rob correct me. But also there's a genuine friendship between Rob and I. And this is oh. when Rob starts going, oh, God, shut up with the sentimentalism. But no, well, you guys have to. We don't, we don't have to go there. Just don't go there. No, but the point is there's very few uh, shows where you've seen that. Uh, you guys have witnessed that develop over time, right? So we started off as strangers at every show we did. You saw you saw the rapport between us get a little bit better. We're getting to the point now where we can riff on a topic. Like we came mm -hmm. into this. You came in not even knowing what my plan was. I came in with 20 topics. We're on I topic still don't know two. the other 18 of them. We're on topic two and we're an hour in. So the point is there are very few guys who can just get on and 
start talking and the conversation flows. There's no awkward silence. There's no, it's just, I think this needs to happen at least once a week, this yeah. off the cuff show. And then the other show during the week, I think I would like to get audience um, opinion on things. We're going to throw in a trivia show occasionally. I think I love having guests on and I want to lift up the guys that we've been talking about all show. So here, uh, well, two things. Number one, funny thing about Salmon's, the one time you had him on before I joined the show was good. Then we had him on a trivia was good. But our last show with him was about the worst show we've had in the last eight months with terms of views. Salmon's, the Advent show. Why? That was such a good show. I don't understand it. I think people have four views. I think you know what why? it was is after Advent ended, no one has a reason to watch it until next Advent. Well, here's the here's the other thing. People, all right, so I wanted to get Eric on. Eric had already been on Gordon's show. Everybody did the Advent thing. We were so late. Look, the other problem you yeah. and I have is we do Wednesdays and Thursdays at 8 p.m. Everybody else, when something comes up, they could get on it right away. You and I are kind of pigeonholed to this this time slot, right? So we we can't do breaking news because by the time you and I get to it, everybody did it and everybody's sick of it. Yeah. So we'll never be able to do breaking news. You and I really only can do this because we have a time slot. And this is all we can do mm-hmm. because we're married and we both have day jobs. And this is what we're capable of. Um, so, like you said, a show like this once a week would be good. One other – so kind of along the lines of the Chosen reviews we've been doing, I kind of like the idea of watching um, – doing reviews on maybe older Catholic-adjacent sort of movies or TV shows. Now um, I'm and thinking, just kind of because just because a lot of people maybe have seen those, don't realize maybe how Catholic they are, or maybe they purport to be Catholic and really aren't. Now, you should know? that not be something we do as bonus content for subscribers? Should we oh, do gosh, something we do. like that? Listen, Rob, we do have to eventually at least um like there has to be some look, I don't ever I don't know. I never want to ask for money, man. Like I'm hoping that our show just grows naturally to where we can get sponsors. That's really what I would like to do. I never want to have to have a Patreon. I never want to have to have this, hey guys, you know, give us $5 a month thing. I don't want to do that. But at the same time, yeah, Kyle, always shoot it out. Let's hear it. Um, at the same time, I, I would like to eventually do this more often. Look, here's what I'll tell you guys. We could do this four days a week if we could justify to our wives that this is if they got nice <laughs> if or, or at the very least, if the subscriptions for all the software involved in this paid for themselves. Yeah. Like if I could buy my wife a couch once a year, she'd be like, yeah, do your show. <laughs> Kyle. Come Hey Kyle, after that one interview you did, buddy, you sure this is a good Listen, idea? Let's let's get into Kyle here, OnlyFans. <laughs> Kyle, if anybody would like to get a glimpse at OnlyFans, Kyle has an oh, that's right, he took the interview down because of all the backlash he caused. <laughs> I am not about to ask for money. What I will say is, we have a tip jar, Rob. <laughs> Post the link to the tip jar. No, I don't know. I don't know, guys. I I don't know how we're going to handle it. We don't ever want to ask for money. Uh, Kyle Whatever. was just uh, put in timeout for by Joe for five minutes. Good boy, Joe. <laughs> uh, uh, did Michael Knowles do that? He started on OnlyFans and played the ukulele. I mean, I played the guitar. I can play the acoustic. 
Um, I could have Iggy play the piano. I don't think Iggy should be on OnlyFans. So, <laughs> wait. All right. So let's look. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk in the Telegram with you guys. You guys give us suggestions. We're going to do this once a week. Is is my point? I like this. I like to just hang out with my friend and just talk. Except not so much like this. We'll we'll try to have it be more about stuff going on. Not stuff going on in the like. Listen, okay. Let's, all right. So hour one was talking to you guys about stuff that normally Rob and I would have spoke about behind the scenes in private. As we enter this next hour, I don't know if we're going to go the full hour. We may do a half hour. We'll see how it goes. I want to start getting into topics, and I'm going to show you guys what we would like to do going forward. Right. So. Um, <laughs> we have some savage fans. Yeah. <laughs> no, Anthony just yells out, "Where's the proddies? Oh Where's gosh. the proddies? No. Proddies, we want to fight the proddies." The IRA. <laughs> um. All right. So, oh, one thing, real quick. I've been getting a, a lot of pushback again because I made another post about women in politics. So Joe Boca said something about oh, I forgot what he wrote. You know, he, he says, starts. A lot of the stuff you get involved. In. He starts something and then I quote tweeted him and I go, man, if you look and I did my typical thing. I said, man, if you really want to find a good wife, find a wife who's not a liberal or conservative because you want a wife that's not even into politics. Like you, you really do. You don't want a wife that's you want a wife that's conservative or traditional in her religion. You want a wife that doesn't care about politics. Like I'm at work all day listening to the garbage that we're talking about right now. I don't want my wife chewing my ear off about it i mean i i have a friend who he comes home from work and his wife's talking about the world economic forum and he's got to go out and move into the woods they have to get off the grid and it's like you don't want a wife like that that's not that's your role you are the one that's supposed to be your lane woman yes woman (laughs) exactly so i'm not going to say who that person is because he's you know (laughs) he may be somebody we all know but that's the point it's like you don't want that. You really don't. You want a wife like my wife doesn't pay attention to politics and it's not a knock to her. That's something I admire about her because she doesn't allow the things of the world to consume her. And she's not like, what? honestly, knowing political things, what has it gained you? Like, like, I, so everybody was coming back to me to like, women should be informed and they should know. That. It's like, why? For what? Like, what do you need to here's, know? Here's the thing. If I had been more informed about actual history and politics, not what is taught in school, but like actually what has gone on in the country and what has influenced things, I would have never voted. Ever. <laughs> right? I mean, so that's the, not ever. So that's the only thing that would have changed. <laughs> right? That's like, honestly. Only, and, and, yeah, and, and right? My votes never mattered, so what's a matter? So, so all of the things that I know, it's like, okay, well, I know this trans thing is going on in school. It's like, okay. What does that do for me? I'm not, my children are well raised. My children know what to be on guard for. At this point, what is paying attention to libs of TikTok and Matt Walsh and finding out what is a woman? What is that doing for me? Other than destroying my inner peace and taking away from prayer life. Like, right. that's honestly, what is it doing for me? It's not doing anything. And I have a, a real admiration of my, and the thing about my wife is that. She doesn't watch the news because it actually gives her anxiety. Like when, when if I try to show her the story I want to show about the suitcase, like she'll have an anxiety attack. Like she doesn't want to know that there's evil like that in the world because she she freaks out about and, it. She doesn't want to hear about actually it. fairly tame for I know. what goes on, right? I mean, yeah, I was caught on camera and watching and listening to it is is horrible, but like that's 
nothing. So <laughs> here's what I want to do. Here's what I want to do. First off, um, I sent you the I sent you the trailer, right? Did I send it to you? The trailer for uh, Homeless Hatchet Hitchhiker. No, you you said you were going to mention him. You're talking about oh, Kai the Hitchhiker from 2013. Yeah, we're, we're, I'm sending you the oh, the trailer for it. I did not know this guy existed, let alone went like super viral ten years ago, until like I saw an article on it yesterday. So I've all so you know you saw is, this you saw this article because of the show that's on yeah the, the, a Netflix documentary, right? So Netflix has this documentary right now. I watched it. What's up, Joey? <laughs> we were talking about you the whole episode, Joe. Um, oh, by the way, um, my wife is going on vacation February 2nd to the 5th. So I texted Joe uh, before to clear that date, that Friday, February 3rd. That will be the next off the rails show. But but Rob's going to join us for that one. And how about um, this? Let's maybe try to stay away from from set of Contism, Joe. Oh, we're going to do totally different topics. Because 100%. I want to hear why Joe likes Nishi. Nisha. Okay, that's a great look. I, and and the thing about this next one that'll be Joe and I will be drinking, right? We'll be in person. You'll have more say over where the conversation goes if you're in with us. So okay. you'll be able to steer the conversation. You'll be the rudder, right? So you'll be the rudder, and you'll you'll steer the show where you want it to go. And Joe and I will bounce off of what Rob gives us. Uh, <laughs> uh, wait, Joe and um, Joe and Brick have uh, I think they've soft blocked each other. Let's see. Uh, when we I got love for Anthony and Rob speak. <laughs> All right, Rob, I just sent you the trailer. Let's okay, pop this me... trailer up for let's. So this is what this is what I would like to do because I have a lot of commentary on things like this. So this is a documentary about this kid from uh 2013 i never heard this story before i didn't know anything about it and then i'm driving home from work yesterday and i need something to listen to on my way home from staten island and i see this and i'm like all right i'll throw this on throw the trailer on hero this dude went from this heroic have you heard about Kai, the hitchhiking hatchet hero? This dude went from this heroic, beautiful person to wanted for murder. An absolute bizarre scene here in West Fresno with a man plows his car into a PG&E worker, pinning him against his truck. Two women are trying to help him. He runs up and he grabs one of them, man. So I f***ing ran up behind him with a hatchet. Smash, smash, smash. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone around the world wanted a piece of this kid. How do you know this guy? The internet, man. Is that really you? How did it make you feel, though, being this viral sensation? I'm not a virus. I'm a sensation. I'm Kai. Most people that are heroes are not homeless people. There was something funny about him. and kind of cute and sweet and innocent. He has such an endearing quality that so much charisma. Before I say anything else, I want to say no matter what, you deserve respect. Even if you make mistakes... You're worthwhile. This is where he, he got everybody. Hit, hit pause real quick because I'm already going to get a copyright struck too. So this is where the kid gets everybody when he throws that comment out. He says, no matter who you are, it's like no matter what you look like, no matter how big you are, you're worthwhile. And, it, and so everybody sees that and they're like, oh, he's amazing. He's a hippie. 
Dude, this kid goes, he goes on Jimmy Kimmel. He, I mean, they get, they, they're trying to get a, a reality show with this kid. So the, so the reality show producers, they go and pick this kid up and they're trying to get him the Kimmel. They bring him to Hollywood and the kid is just out in front of the hotel they're staying in and he starts urinating on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Like out in the open. Dude, you got to realize this kid's homeless, Finally, right? someone who does what they all deserve. Well, that's true too, actually. <laughs> Finally, someone takes a piss all over him. Dude, listen, the thing is, you have to realize what homeless people are. Look, I, I work in the city every day. Nobody is homeless because there's no such thing as like, the guy's down on his luck. He lost his job and he's living on Not the Not long term anyways, no. That's never the case. Everybody that's living on the streets is living on the streets by choice. Okay? You have to, Rob. Listen, they have homeless shelters. There's people have help. There's plenty of places they could go. The government's there to give you help. There's nobody living on the streets. I'm talking on the streets. You know, listen to me. All right. Maybe there are cases, but I, I, I would just say like choice is debatable depending on the level of like mental illness, right? Like, Rob, listen to me. When it comes to, you have to understand something. If, there is something very – we look at a, at a homeless person, you're like, oh, my gosh, what happened there? What happened there? You have to realize these are people that have substance abuse problems and mental illness. Oh, I know. And, and there is something about checking out of the world and not having to deal with anything except where am I getting my next bottle of booze or where am I getting my next fix? There's something about not having – any responsibility whatsoever that's it's just they they i mean look you could have you had that story years ago where the the uh this woman comes up with uh uh they they it was a fraud case where the woman came up with the story of uh the a homeless guy gave her his last twenty dollars like she was, she ran out of gas and she didn't know what to do. And a homeless guy came up and he goes, you know what? Just take my last $20 and go get gas. So you can get home. They made a whole video about it. All of a sudden they started GoFundMe and people donate like 600 grand to this GoFundMe. The woman is in control of the GoFundMe. She throws the guy a little bit of it. It turns into a huge thing. They both get in trouble for fraud <laughs> this guy he, he took like 300 grand went through it in substance i mean he, he put it all in his arm there's something about homeless people that they're just off they're not right like they're, they're right but so i would say it's it. not so much their choice it's the fact that number of inpatient beds for mental illness in this country went from like 350 per 100,000 people in the 50s to 17 per 100,000 people now, you know? So I, I think that's probably the biggest impact on it personally. We don't wow. have anywhere to actually put these people. Samantha says, we ended up homeless with a toddler, her pregnant in the dead of winter. Fun time. Slept in a church basement for months. Samantha, I would love to hear that story. If you're willing to tell it. So uh, maybe we'll talk, we'll talk offline uh, or uh, you know, outside of the show, because if you're ever willing to tell that story, I would love to, I would love to just hear the, how that happened, how you came out of it. That, that's probably, I love hearing stories. Like I really do love, especially a story that has a, a, a good ending, right? Where they, 
somebody came out of that scenario. But the, but the point that is, that I'm saying, even with Samantha, people hit hard times and they can lose their jobs and lose their homes. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the, the people you see on the street panhandling and stuff. There's usually an underlying condition, like Rob is saying, not by choice. It's there's an underlying issue. There's either a substance abuse problem or there's a mental illness problem. So they go and they take this kid who clearly has mental illness issues and he clearly has substance abuse issues. And they're trying I to think what, what you're saying is people don't live on the streets for lack of money, like being available. That's not the issue. Right. It's it's yeah. uh, look, a lot of them is because they would rather be on the street so that they could drink themselves into oblivion, shoot themselves in the arm into oblivion or whatever it is. Or they're just a little off and they just are nuts. You know, like that's that's most cases. So, um I, I, yeah, that's great. So maybe we'll set that up one day, Samantha. Um, all right. So now this kid, they bring him on Kimmel. His, I mean, this kid is everybody knows him. This is back in 2013. I wasn't even paying attention to the internet back then. He hitchhikes to Jersey from California and he ends up at this old 70 something year old man's house. And next thing you know, the guy's dead. Somebody beat him to death and there's a manhunt for him. And the kid, that's it. It's like, it's like the, the idea that these people, this story was this kid is hitchhiking with somebody. The original story. He's hitchhiking with somebody. They get high together. Who knows if this kid Kai didn't put angel dust in it or something. <laughs> Got the guy. The guy goes crazy. He's He drives his car into oh, a oh, oh. The Kai also claimed that this guy, while they were driving, um, I don't know if it was before or after smoking, like confessed to like child pornography and stuff like that and all these. That's what Kai things. says. Okay, right, that's, what, that's what that's what Kai. That's says. what Kai says. What here's what I think. Here's what my take on the story is, and this doesn't really get into this in the document. Why have less than half the people watching this stream not smash that like button? Smash the like button, guys. Come on, it's forty of you in here. There's only twenty likes on the video. So, um, this kid, I'm going to tell you what I think happened. I think he's in the car. He gives this guy laced pot. The guy thinks he's smoking a joint with Kai, and I think he gets angel dust or something in there. The guy goes nuts. He goes really nuts. He crashes the car into a black guy, and, and he pins him between a, a street light, a street pole, like a telephone pole, and the car. Then he gets out of the car, and he starts telling everybody he's Jesus and that he's come to rid the planet of a particular race of people. And he grabs a woman. And, and he's about to hurt her. This kid Kai gets out and his instinct isn't to separate them. His instinct is to bludgeon him out of his bag. He bludgeons him with a hatchet. As he says, smash, 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 smash. Now, <laughs> everyone, he's a hero. He's a psychopath. This kid's a total psychopath. Now, as you watch the documentary, I'm going to, I'm sorry, there's so many spoiler alerts here, guys. I hope you weren't planning on watching it. It's still worth watching it, even despite me telling this story. As the documentary goes on, you start seeing some of the behind the scenes footage of that original interview. So the original interview is two minutes. It goes up online, right? You know, uh, the news reporter. Then he starts showing some of the, the, the longer versions okay, of that interview. Dude, the, the parts that don't make TV and they don't make the internet. So uh, Kai just wanted a chance to murder someone. Yeah, probably. So 
the the kid starts telling him, he goes, yeah, man, I'm just all about peace and love. And like, I just want to surf the waves. And like, you know, you just got to chill. But you know, this one time when I was like 13, like this guy, you know, I wake up and like, he pulled my pants down and he was like, you know, I don't want to say it because I don't want to get shit. The guy was assaulting him. And he's like, you know, I just turned around and I just like, Punch him in the face until, like, I, uh, you know, I beat the guy. I'm like, but like, starts telling all these horrific stories. It's like, why did nobody see this was an, an yeah, explosion? He totally, down? Anthony abated that interview. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. Dude, I just tell you something. At work, <laughs> at work, if like a driver gets all right, so. I, I work with four of my brothers. It's me uh, and four of my brothers. And all of us are like either foremen or supers at the company. And if a driver gets like. That, that folks, is called nepotism. <laughs> yes, it is. A hundred percent. I've always been great at it. Listen to me. I'll never deny that. I have the position I have because my uncle owns the company. I don't know what to tell you guys. So the there's actually a, a phrase at work where like if one of the drivers uh, could have had a nice day. Like he he should have been done at two o'clock, but he gets like screwed over and has to go help another crew, and he winds up getting done at seven o'clock. They'll say to them, "You got a bodied <laughs> because we're notorious for throwing something at somebody at the end of the day to just ruin their whole day." Anthony's drinking coffee. I'm drinking. Uh, I am drinking toasted lager. I am drinking Blue Point toasted lager. Um, I think way more like manly than what you usually drink um kyle says he would pay money to see me do stand-up i have all right so look i've always had like a, a slight bit in my head that like i, I was like if i was ever like a, a stand-up like i don't know how to work this out but like i've had so many fights with my wife about the toilet seat okay and i can't tell you how much it enrages me it's like i she gets up in the middle of the night and she goes and sits on the toilet with the toilet seat up. And I'm like, oh, we're on the toilet seats. Who, who goes into a bathroom and doesn't check? Like, I mean, Rob, if you go into the bathroom, it's the middle of the night. You Do you not check if the seat's down? I have toddlers that you know are learning to potty train. I got to move the stupid little stool they use out of the way. I got to throw that. Gotta but you would never, seat. under any circumstance, go in the bathroom in the middle of the night and just sit. I mean, what if somebody peed on the toilet? Like, there's a million reasons why you wouldn't just. Sit. What if? What if I get my butt stuck in the toilet and the firemen have to come and break it? No, I don't want any of that. <laughs> my no my point is, it's like I get, exactly. I get upset. Exactly, Joe. I, you can't. I go get upset. <laughs> I can't get ups. I can't. I I get infuriated because instead of her saying thank you for picking the seat up, so that I don't pee all over the seat. She's mad that I didn't put it back down. And I think there should be a barter system there. It's like, I lift it up, you put it down. We're both splitting the work. Be grateful that I didn't peel over the seat. I don't understand why we're having this argument. After 20 years to go, 17 years of marriage, you're still getting upset that I left the toilet seat up. It makes no sense to me. Uh, it's my, not grandma, really stand -up <laughs> my grandma and my grandpa go uh, downstairs to the bathroom all the time, no matter what time. They go downstairs. Well, yeah, like their because their bedroom was in the upstairs. My grandpa's bathroom was on the main floor. Her bathroom was on the upper floor, and never and they never shared never each other's crossed. bathrooms. No. 
Really? I wish yeah. I had my own bathroom. I just my think grandpa it's also I just, slept in a separate bedroom, so yeah. I just think it's an unreasonable thing for her to be upset at me about. It's like you should be grateful I didn't pee on your seat. And instead you're falling in the toilet because you don't look before you sit. Who does that? All Everyone I'm gonna say is <laughs> that's what we have an immune system for, Samantha. <laughs> maybe, maybe if everyone left the seats up, COVID wouldn't have happened. There are times where I've probably peed on the floor and she yells at me, and that's justified. I'll admit, you know, if I pee on the floor a little bit, if it's two in the morning and I go in and I get a little pee on the floor, she can yell at me for that. But don't get mad at me about the toilet seat. It's irrational. <laughs> so <laughs> all right, so we all right, so let's let's just see what we covered. Toilet seat up. <laughs> that was really that was, on the list. That was actually on the list. Uh, Homeless hitchhiker. Is, um, just, is, is this the list you've been compiling for the last eight months, and you finally just the last two days? Last two days, we talked about Stephen Crowder. We talked about where do we want to take the show. We talked about the uh, uh, the bigger perspective. That's good. Meaning a Catholic. We talked about Anthony Stein, Gordon. Okay, uh, I said I'm tired of libs of TikTok and the trans conversation. Uh, let's get to boyfriend kills girlfriend in the suitcase. Girlfriend kills boyfriend in the suitcase. Let's not play the suitcase video. Let's play okay. the let's play the girl's cop interview. So the cops come to this woman's house. She calls the police, and she has a, a something she has to tell the police. Been doing art, trying to take stuff off the wall oh. to make. New art up there. Come on, Robbie, killing us here. This is an Anthony's dream of consciousness. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Michael, let me explain something to you. I don't know how many children you have. I don't know what your deal is, Michael. I know you're married. My children refuse to put the toothpaste cap on. Do you know how disgusting crusted toothpaste on the tube, tube of toothpaste is? I don't understand how anybody is okay with this. How do you not just put the cap back on? I am. There's nothing that skeeves me more than going to put toothpaste on and that crusted toothpaste around the rim of the... I actually will take the, those floss sticks and have to scoop it out and I have to, I have to hide this my own is toothpaste. Your line? Oh, it's crusty toothpaste is your line? It's disgusting. Listen to me. You don't, your kid's a little still. You're probably helping them brush their teeth. I have to hide my own toothpaste because even my wife will leave the toothpaste cap off. What do you do with the toothpaste cap? Why do you not put it back on? Do you guys want to hear a funny story? Yeah, let's hear <laughs> this it. This happened about two weeks ago. So the boys still use like the kid the kid toothpaste, right? All, you know, candy flavored more or less. Well, one time, so a couple weeks ago, Maddie, who turns four next week, asked to brush his teeth. He loves brushing his teeth. So I guess tooth toothpaste brush i put toothpaste on it give it to him puts in his mouth for about five seconds starts running screaming around the house going ah, ah my toothpaste is spicy ah. what was it i put real toothpaste on. oh this is like the bubble gum one <laughs> you know, i put normal mint toothpaste on and he thought he was being murdered <laughs> so the, the, i actually it's but dude the first time listen to me <laughs> that's my bit with, with mint chocolate chip ice cream. Like mint chocolate chip ice cream is frozen toothpaste. I don't understand parents that let their kids eat mint chocolate chip ice cream. It's frozen Listerine. Like how do you people let your children eat that? I think anybody that like likes it. mint chocolate chip ice cream 
their parents abused them and made them eat frozen toothpaste as kids. I wish they were skull flavored. <laughs> People are sick. Uh, uh, Joe, you know, so off the, off the rails, you know Rob has some just suggestions. Yeah, but the, what is with Canadians and superfluous vowels? The, it, they have to do everything in a way that makes them feel superior to Americans. So what they got to put with, you in things they don't. What do. is with the superfluous vowels? There is no reason to put a U after the O in flavored. I don't understand it. Bourbon. Why do we? Why do we not just do B O R B O N? Because oh, it's man, French. What, like I know. Canadian. That's why, right? Bigger brain. Yeah. Stop it. No, you're showing off. It's actually. Listen to me. This is the sin of pride. Stop it, have a little humility, and lose the, the, the meaningless vowels. It's annoying. <laughs> Wait, the funniest thing Kennedy Hall ever said to me, <laughs> Kennedy goes, I said, I, I, he mentioned us in that, that uh, uh, Catholic Inc. video he did, and I go, Kennedy, yeah. man, I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. He goes, he goes, I always look out for my friends. He goes, and to be honest, if your show ever gets as big as your mouth, I know you'll be the biggest show ever out there. You'll even be bigger than Taylor. <laughs> If your show's ever as big as your mouth, you'll be bigger than Tay-Tay, he said. Tay-Tay? <laughs> That's literally what he said. He'll be bigger we ever, than If we ever are on a show with Taylor, you need to call him that. Oh, Tay-Tay? Tay-Tay. <laughs> uh, let's see. What other topics we got here? Um, Ooh, oh, so let's get to the suitcase. Thing. You get the video up? What's going on? Yeah, I, I have it up. Ooh, Kyle throwing shots. Know, dangerous. <laughs> wow. Let's do this. We've been doing art, trying to take the stuff off the wall to, to make new art put up there, like having a good time with one another. But we're drinking. We had a bottle. Hold on. We should preface this by saying, because people aren't going to know, like, the first minute of this video without realizing, like, the cops are at this lady's house because her boyfriend or what, her, I don't know what, but her boyfriend w- was in a suitcase dead. So. Yeah. And we'll, we're going to bring more context after. Stuff off the wall to make new art put up there, like having a good time with one another. But we're drinking. We had a bottle of wine last night. Okay. So then it's like we decided to play hide and seek, right? Okay. So he gets in the suitcase. Anthony, have you ever had a bottle of wine and then decided to play hide and seek? <laughs> That's a, listen to me. At 44 years old, because this guy was born on my wife's birthday, 1978. So. That's four years older than me and my wife. His birthday is two because we get into it in the video. She says his birthday is February 13th, 1978. So he's 44 years old and he plays hide and seek by climbing into a suitcase. Let's continue with this story. <laughs> okay, who is this guy? That's my ex-husband, my former husband. Hi, he lived here with you guys? No, I called him over here. Okay, okay. I didn't know what to do. Okay. I didn't know what to do. Okay. So then he came over here. Here, let's talk in private. Okay. I called you guys. Mm-hmm. I tried giving it to I, I, The problem is, is yeah. I fell asleep. I fell asleep. <laughs> she fell asleep. This morning, when I found it. Before you called. Yes. Look at her fake cry. Watch her fake cry. Watch her fake cry. I tried. I was awake, but I actually got out of the bed at like 1230. So I came downstairs. And I was like, oh. He's in the suitcase still. <laughs> All right, now, Rob, let's, let's get over this. So, so this is what this woman decides. This is her cover story. Now, here's what I don't get. All right, let's 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 play just 20 seconds of the suitcase because it actually is really disturbing. We watch actual murders for fun. 
Okay, if we're going to play this video, the next video. 20 seconds. That's it. Now, it's, it's actually vulgarity after that. So just so everyone realizes, like, you don't see anyone. You see a suitcase. You hear a guy saying he's having a hard time breathing. I mean, we all saw George Floyd. It's no different. Right? We all watched this the Floyd. Oh, never mind. I'm not getting... That was close. Joe cannot help himself. He just can't help himself. Well, you know, his, his buddy Michael's in here. So they <laughs> listen to me. This is what we watch every day in Telegram is Michael and Joe going at it. It's thousand <laughs> messages over if eight. If it hours. wasn't for those two, the, the avoiding Babylon telegram would be nothing but peace, love, harmony, joy, laughing. These two come in and it's I go out for an hour and I come back and there's 250 messages. You're you're a heretic, you're a schizzy land. It's like these two are out of, out of their mind. They are the same guy. They're just on the opposite ends of the spectrum. They're both clerics. You guys are a nightmare. Um uh. Ah, uh, so, Kennedy. We gotta find Joe a wife. He's got too much time on his on his hands. <laughs> Look at him. He cannot. He just I know. can't help it. <laughs> All right. So let's let's okay, play so, twenty seconds. And I there's so, reason I want to play it. Yeah, it's not graphic, but the guy that you're hearing does die. Not in this video, but if you don't want to watch it. Then skip forward 20 seconds. Yeah, yeah. This is a not safe for work. Uh, we're giving you a trigger warning. We're only going to play 20 seconds of it. But if you're curious, we're going to show it to you. That is so screwed up, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> if you're curious, here you go, guys. Here curious, we are. We faces of death. Listen to me. <laughs> Who, what other Catholic show is doing what we're doing, Rob? I'm just trying to be original. I well, to get, like I original. said at the beginning of the episode, there might be reasons. We will never, we will never be like anybody else. I'm just telling you guys. Nah, it's not yeah. community strike coming. We're good. What, what, We're good. What I was, I was trying to do with Joe. It's just, it's not that bad. But yeah, he's dead, guys. Yeah, he's dead. All right, let's go. Let's run it through. Oh, God, Lord, have mercy on us. Yes, please, Jesus. What? Yeah. No. For everything you've done to me. For everything you've done to me. I texted you. Fuck you. Whoa, Rob, I told you to stop it before that. (sighs) He's the worst. I told him 20 seconds, guys. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry, guys. I would never normally do that. Rob, I told him 20 seconds. Anyway, so so here's the thing. Here's what, here's what gets me about this story. This woman thought it's better for her to say... My, Michael, we high- said he was in the suitcase. Yes, he's in the suitcase. He was in that suitcase, Michael. <laughs> Is he in the suitcase? Yes, he's in the suitcase. Telling her he can't breathe. I mean, this psychopath is now laughing, and she goes, she goes, this is what happens you cheated me. Like, that's uh, insane. Uh, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> we don't swear. We'll show our rated content. And now we do swear. Uh, uh, yeah. Wait, there, uh, is it not on here? Uh, yeah. Then he goes, oh, never mind. They're swearing. 
<laughs> All right, guys, we apologize for that. We're going to edit that out, though. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we edited everything else out. All right, so here was my here was my point with this thing. Her her plan. <laughs> you don't get church politics. You just play murders and have fun. <laughs> Sorry. I can't believe I called this episode back on track. Back on track. I promise that would take some week. The irony is just so much. All right, listen. Listen. Here's I. Well, I have a point to make with this story. Um, here's the point with the story. This woman is so shot that instead of her pulling him out of the case and just pretending he asphyxiated in her sleep, like she should have just been like, "Listen, it's very hard." To we don't just play murders. We we also pretend how they could have been. We're gonna tell you guys how to get away with it. <laughs> We're gonna tell you how to get away with it. Uh, asphyxia is very hard to prove as long as there's no like choke marks or bite marks. So like if you suffocate someone like this, there'll be teeth marks on the inside of there. But if somebody just suffocates because they're in a, you know, if they're in a suitcase, they would have found like suitcase fibers or something like no, that. No man, she shouldn't. The guys from CSI would have came in. And- Listen, this guy was four foot eleven, one hundred and thirty pounds. She could have carried him herself, put him on the couch, and just I don't know. We got drunk last night. I went to bed. I woke up. He's not breathing. Instead, she says, we were playing hide and seek, and he hid in the suitcase. And then what happens is, so that's the excuse she gives. So then when you see in the interrogation later on, because I watched the interrogation, what you see is they find her phone, and she videoed the video we just watched was from her phone, and she never deleted the video, this idiot. Like, when you talk about dumb, oh, that's like wait, the guy. I, I know how we can fix this all. <clears throat> Memento Mori, everyone. <laughs> This is definitely yes. Memento <laughs> Mori. Your wife makes oh great, oh great. Nick is watching too. We're gonna get a text from Tim after this. <laughs> you should put this on his community page and just see what he says. Listen, he's got COVID right now. He'll never, he'll never even see it. He's got COVID. He'll never even know. He, listen, honestly, we should have done this on meeting a Catholic. He's oblivious mm-hmm. right now. He doesn't like you send him a message on Telegram. It takes him nine hours to respond. We totally could have okay, done this. On to be fair, account. he sent a message on Telegram this morning, and you didn't even realize yeah, that. Asked him <laughs> a question about it later. Uh, um. All right. So Clayton, I would I wouldn't say death penalty. I think I would that this woman yes, definitely. Yes, you think so? Yeah. Why not? <sighs> like seriously, oh, why not? Man. What good does putting her in jail? She was laughing. She was laughing about him suffocating. So maybe. Um, yeah, maybe. There's a good case for it. Okay. But then again, it is inadmissible. <laughs> <laughs> so no, under the current magisterium. It, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> right. I mean, it would it would be the literal definition of justice, right? Like Nick, if you go back and listen to the show, we actually talked about you and I talked about our green room conversation and I talked about how you are like a robot and that when you study a subject, I've never seen anybody relay that subject out like you do in my life. So uh you might want to go think back. Nick and is glad out. he got mentioned in the show at this point. I hope so. <laughs> this is the murder mystery show. Um all right, listen, my son has to go to bed. My wife's texting me. She wants me off. I thought we were gonna go to 10. I would have liked to go to 10. I'm gonna have to get a studio, man. I don't know. I have to set up in the garage. Do you have a garage? 
I have a garage, but it's like it's not like a finished you'd, garage. I mean, you'd have to like clean it and stuff, huh? Yeah, and that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, of that's not gonna happen. But I'm I'll figure it out though because I can't keep doing this. My poor son's got to get sleep. He's got school tomorrow. You, but no, you, what you need to do? Kick Joe out of your brother's basement. Use your brother's basement apartment. No, no, man, we'll have to get into that on the off the rails episode. That didn't work out. Joe moved oh. in. My brother's basement got flooded. Oh, that's right, it flooded. And Joe wound up going back to his old apartment. We'll talk about that on Off the Rails. Here's what I'm going to ask everybody to do. I'm going to ask you guys to please leave comments and let us know if you want more of these episodes. Because I had a lot of fun tonight. I laughed a lot tonight. And give us ideas for other things. Yeah. If you guys have ideas for other things, give us those. Please leave comments. Guys, (laughs) the biggest thing... um, (laughs) The biggest thing I'm going to ask you guys to do is share the video. Because... We have we have a long mountain to climb, Rob and I. Like we're trying to be unique, bring you guys different things. We're trying to be entertaining for you guys. We have a very big mountain to climb. And I can't imagine the YouTube algorithm's gonna like what we just did tonight. So And like the thing um, is like we're really doing it the like really hard way. Like we haven't had a single video, you know, go even like remotely big yet. Nothing. You know, Not one. Like, Our biggest uh, video is like a thousand views. Twelve hundred. Yeah. I'm, yeah. So hopefully, hopefully, hopefully not this one. <laughs> <laughs> not this could one. Imagine, could you imagine if like our bishop or our priest, our local priest ever saw our channel? We'd be in so much trouble. Uh, <laughs> would get, I would get denied absolution at my next confession. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how are you going to incorporate the murder into trivia? Is that what Rob meant by opening this thing? <laughs> the loser has to in a suitcase. <laughs> oh. Connor would be okay, probably. Oh, Connor actually said before I've climbed into a suitcase. But Connor, you're you're compact. You're you fit in one. We can't. Uh, yeah. So earlier, that's another thing. If you guys want, if uh, Connor, Rob, can you set it up so that our channel automatically goes there? Uh, I late. would have needed to do that hours ago, unfortunately. Yeah, Connor has at in in eight minutes. Connor's channel. He has an interview with Baratus Catholic. Uh, Baratus Catholic is. A phenomenal Catholic artist. He does all the artwork for Tridentine Brew. He does, yeah, the Mass of the Ages artwork. He's does. He's an amazing artist. Please go check that interview out. So, a couple of things. Please share this, guys. Share it on social media. I always appreciate that. Brick, you're always awesome about that. You always, always do that for us. Caitlin, everybody, all our friends, please share it. Uh, hit like, subscribe if this is your first time checking this out, and. Please give a Lee after the video ends, leave a comment guys. Like the, the comments actually do help the algorithm and I will try not to talk with my hands as much as I have been. I can't help it guys. That's not true. By the way, it's never going to happen. Um, but this is a fun show. This is a, I can't believe this is how I spent my Thursday night. This was a fun Thursday night and I want to do this every Thursday night. And then Wednesdays we'll do after, after the chosen's over, it's going to be fun. We're going to start getting other guys on, Kennedy, if you ever want to join us for one of these, you're always welcome, brother. You know that. Just at least now you know what you're getting into. But I would like to get Kennedy on for a show like this where we talk about nonsense. I, I want yeah, I, mean. I want to I want to get to know Kennedy better. Like that's what I mean. Like we had Kennedy on for news stuff because that's what he's known for, but I want to get him on for a show like this where we just talk about anything, you know? Like I that's that's really what I want to do. I I, I want to do this show where we get you know, we get a Tim Gordon on, we get Enoch on, we get all the friends of the channel to come on and just do this with us because this was fun. 
Uh, Anthony not talking with his hands challenge. Impossible. Kennedy Hall has is an absolute chat. Yeah. Uh, Nick, if you want to come on oh. for one of these off off the wall shows, you can too. We're gonna keep should we keep the name? You guys give us the name for what we I, should call I it. I like off the rails. I really do. Off the rails is great, but I think we gotta stick to the me, you, and Joe theme with off the rails. Okay. I think I think so. When we do that on February third, that's off the rails. This weekly show, unless you want to stick with this, is off the rails. This definitely wasn't back on track. I'll tell you. No, that. this was off the rails. <laughs> All right. So maybe well, I kind of like I do, off the rail in uh, where it's just in anything goes, except like. Wait a minute, Rob. This is quite- a great, great line. <laughs> How do you not put that up? But look at Rob's line. It's, they spell it chawed in Canada because they have to throw a superfluous vowel in these savages. <laughs> Except it's also then pronounced chode. Yeah, it's chode. Oh. <laughs> All right. This is not even remotely okay, we, we need to edit. <clears throat> we need to edit All right. now. All right, guys. Thank you so much. We love you guys. Thank you for sticking through this nonsense. I don't know. Anything goes, Kyle says. Uh, yeah, give us, give us, um, give us show suggestion names. Give us names, name suggestions for the show. And Samantha says, "Rob, there's the line." <laughs> All right, we're gonna have to say not not kid friendly for these episodes too. Because yeah, I'll make um, I'll make a special intro and. In- Disclaimer. Yeah, these, this one's gonna need a lot of disclaimer. Don't worry, we're gonna edit all the profanity out, guys. We're gonna, we're gonna edit this one. Don't worry about it, um, guys. I had fun tonight, Rob. This is awesome. <laughs> this is awesome. All right, let's take us out, brother. Okay. United the clans, Enoch. Let's go. Yo, yo, uh. Take me back to my reversion. Unite the clans, I give thanks to each person. It's that same holy water that we immerse in. It's that same tradition that we all each verse in. United we stand and divided they win. They ignited in their plans and the pride of their sin. If you think about it, they see us all for the same lands. Their biggest fear is that we all remain friends. I got love for Team Marsh and y'all podcast. I got love for Michael Matt fans. Ryan Grant, Rick, Verity, Flanders, Eric Sammons. Shout out to my boy. John Everton, avoid Babylon. I got love for Anthony and Rob Speak on. If you try, you're persecuted the same for the weak heart. Our rules go way 